fellow neighborhood alpha dads, welcome back to the Ben Barker Fitness Podcast. If you would subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review and share this with someone you think it might be an encouragement to, today we have a very special episode. Today is my 52nd episode, which means I've done this 52 weeks in a row, a year in a row, no misses, Every single Tuesday I've put out an episode. I didn't know where this was going to go. I just heard enough people like Alex Hormozy, Neil Patel, and Gary Gary V saying, hey, listen, like this is an area that isn't monopolized and that a lot of people could see success if they put in the effort. I am willing to put in effort. It has not been perfect, but I genuinely appreciate each and every one of you who have listened to even a single episode, and I hope that I have been an encouragement to you along the way today for my 52nd episode, a year of doing this, being consistent. I have 13 pro tips to win at fitness and fatherhood. So really cool, what I did is I went back and I gleaned several of the episodes over the past year. Not all of them have been with a guest. Several of them have been solo. So I went back and listened to my episodes with a guest, kind of gleaned them and picked out 13 tips that I think can help you. Um, improve in your fitness journey and as a father. And um, this will come and play into one of the tips later on. But my setup today is not perfect. It was one of those things where it's been a busy day. My wife had stuff going on. Um, Our three older kids are in school, but our youngest is still at home with us. And I'm working from home. And so Kimmy was going to have coffee with a friend. So I had a little guy. And it it is a challenge to record a podcast when you've got a nine month old baby with you. So I'm just trying to kind of squeeze this in our dryer is breaking. And so I think it's like the belt. And so it's making a squeaking noise. So if you hear that in the background, just bear with me. Either way, we're going to get into this. And my man, Nate Norman is going to help us with tip number one. I went back and listened to the episode with Nate y'all. And if you haven't listened to that episode, it's called big dad energy, uh, with Nate Norman and Nate just brought it, dude. He's got a fire in his belly. He is zealous for life and just trying to win at every level in his fitness, in his faith, in fatherhood. And he was talking about, you know, a lot of the times like we go to work and we grind, you know, he does manual labor. And at the end of the day, when he comes home, you know, he just wants to like lay on the couch and watch TV, but his kids are so excited and they need their dad at the end of the day. And so one of my favorite things that he started doing Um, when he would pull in the driveway, he would text his wife and be like, Hey, turn on the Bluetooth speaker. And so she'd turn on like, you know, he'd turn on like ACDC or something like that from out in the truck. And he'd like kicked open the door and be like, Hey, what's up guys? And like high five the kids. And he made a challenge to like, whoever was able to hug him first, he would give them a dollar. And so he'd be like trying to juke them and stuff like that. And so he was talking about, you know, as a father, when you come home, you can't come home with low energy and just like, oh, kids, I ain't got it tonight. No, it is your job. It is your responsibility to show up with big dad energy and you show up from your kids and you show them what it is to live a life zealously. Tip number one, big dad energy. Thanks for that, Nate. Tip number two, this is from Adrian Del Monte. I just connected with him recently and it was a great episode. That'd be another one to go back and listen to as well. Um, But one of the big things that Adrian does every day is he empties the dishwasher first thing every morning. And it's kind of one of those simple things. It sounds stupid. Like, you know, that book that that dude wrote, uh, make your bed. But I think it's more about getting in the zone and doing something consistently, right? and doing something that makes a difference in your spouse's day. And I think that's huge and it's different for everybody. My wife and I talked about this on our podcast episode last week. It's like 
Every relationship is different. Maybe both spouses work full-time out of the house, whereas like my wife works full-time from the home. And so finding things that I can do that make a difference in her day. For her, it's making her coffee every morning. But for your wife, it might be emptying the dishwasher or making the bed or vacuuming. Find a thing that your spouse does almost daily that they hate and do it for them. Maybe it's cleaning the toilet. But this is how you win at marriage. I think a lot of guys think it's like these big, sexy gestures is how you have a successful marriage. And I don't think that's it. And those things are special and they're fun, but I think it's getting in the trenches and doing the tough stuff that nobody else wants to do and do that for your spouse. And that is a big way to show them love. Y'all empty that dishwasher. Tip number three is from the man, the myth, the legend, me. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not a legend, but include your kids in your fitness. I'm so tired of the excuse guys will be like, oh, um, I just don't have the time to work out. Fool, you got to make time to work out. Listen, like it's not easy for anybody. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. And I posted about this recently. Start small, buy a pair of dumbbells and a pull-up bar for the house. You could get very fit with very minimal equipment by doing pull-ups, leg raises, and with dumbbells, you can literally do any exercise, bench press, squat, thrusters, lunges, bent rows, curls, skull crushers, lateral raises, you can do it all. And if you want to spend time with your kids as well, have them work out with you. Give them like a little body weight workout that they can do with dad. It'll make them feel special. You teach them the basics, you get quality time, and you're teaching them that fitness isn't just like a thing or a trendy thing or a challenge that you do. It's a part of every healthy lifestyle. Y'all, include your kids. Take them for a walk. Go for bike rides. Go for a hike. One of my son's favorite memories that he still talks about in Little Rock, it's called Pinnacle Mountain. He still calls it Pentacle, and I don't have the heart to break it to him, but one morning, it was not really planned. I woke him up at like 5.30, and we hiked to the top of Pinnacle Mountain, and we watched the sunrise. He was like five years old, and he still talks about it, you know, two or three years later. Y'all, make it part of the lifestyle and do special stuff like that with your kids. Tip number four comes from my brother-in-law, Kyler Harris. Y'all, if you're not following him on Instagram, give him a follow. He, he's, he's awesome, has a lot of great advice, practical advice. This guy's a firefighter, gym owner, husband, father, and he's still getting it done. Uh, I was watching him. He was in a CrossFit competition this past weekend. He doesn't like train deadlift hard, right? He's just a talented athlete. He probably deadlifts sporadically like in CrossFit workouts, but he's not training it for strength. And I think in training, just to practice, he deadlifted like 550, right? Which is a pretty heavy deadlift for most people. He goes to this CrossFit competition and he deadlifts 620 and just made it look like a piece of cake. And so he's kind of a testament to being busy and still making time for what's important. And he talked about on his episode, a 20 minute EMOM. EMOM stands for every minute on the minute. So again, going back to, I don't have time to work out. You got to make time. So you have 20 minutes, right? You choose five exercises. You basically do each exercise for 60 seconds. So that's five minutes, but you do four rotations through the five exercises. So it gives you a killer 20 minute workout with five exercises. He listed his top five exercises, and I'm going to do my best to remember them, but I remember it was dumbbell walking lunges or barbell. I believe he had pull-ups, push press. I don't think toes to bar was it, but I'm going to go ahead and say toes to bar, and then a squat clean with a barbell. So y'all listen, choose five exercises, and especially if you're trying to be optimal with time, say you're doing full body workouts, choose an exercise that works each body part. So think legs, shoulders, back, abs, a cardio move, so on and so forth. You choose five exercises, 60 seconds each, 
20 minutes and you will get an epic workout. Y'all, don't make excuses, make a way. Tip number five is you can control what you eat. I posted about this this morning. This is from Joshua, the ninja, Payne Harris. He was talking about there's a lot of things you can't control. You can't control, you know, where you live when you're born, you know, who your parents are, your genetics, but you can control the food that you put in your mouth. And a lot of people are like, oh man, you know, my genetics, uh, you know, I'm just prone to, you know, putting on body fat. No, you're prone to putting the wrong things in your mouth and going to the drive through at McDonald's. Like your genetics are not your problem. It's the foods that you eat and the things that you drink. And so Josh's point being, you know, he had a bout with Lyme disease and was just really struggling. And when he changed his diet, that made a big difference in how he felt and in his body composition. So y'all, this is one of the simple things in life that can make a huge difference. And you don't, don't fall into the trap of working out hard, but not addressing the diet. So with that being said, you just start small, eat more protein, eat lots of fruits that are high fiber and vegetables, complex carbohydrates, healthy fats, and make sure you're, that you're eating an amount of calories that reflects your body weight goal. So if you're eating too much, you're not going to lose weight. If you're eating too little, you're not going to gain weight. Know what your goal is and make sure the amount of calories that you're eating reflects that high quality foods. Tip number six, push up drop sets. This comes from my man Art at Fit From Home. So I asked him what his top four exercises. He's primarily all body weight exercises. And he said he likes going to the gym, but just for him and his life, his job, his family, and where he lives, the commute to the gym just doesn't work for him. And so he just found that he was going to get really, really good at calisthenics. His top four exercises are push-ups, squats, pull-ups, and sit-ups, right? And he just does those in many different combinations. You know, he's like, and if you don't have a pull-up bar at the house, you can use a tree branch or go to the park and hop on the monkey bars. But a big thing that he does and where people go wrong with calisthenics is they just do like their 15 reps and like, oh man, I'm not seeing a lot of progress. And he's like, you've got to hammer the final set of each exercise in order to see progress, especially with body weight stuff. Cause you don't have, you know, heavy weight to lift in the way you push yourself there. So you push yourself with extra reps. And he was talking about pushups. A lot of guys give modified pushups a hard time and call them girl pushups. They're not, they're modified pushups. And so what he does, so like say on his final set of pushups, he's doing a burnout and say he does like like 50 reps of push-ups, and he fails. Then he drops to his knees and finishes the set from there. So it's basically doing a drop set. And you can do the same thing at the gym. Like say you're doing a set of 10 curls with 35-pound dumbbells. You finish your 10, you drop it down to 25, as many curls as you can do there. Y'all doing drop sets is a great way to extend the sets, get extra volume, and put on lean muscle mass. Y'all try those drop sets, and don't be scared of modified push-ups when you start burning out. Y'all, Tip number seven. This is one of my favorite things from Alex Van Houten. And he said, fitness articulated. I can do what I want and need to whenever I want and need to. And so he's talking about maintaining a level of fitness that allows us to take on any challenge at any time. You know, Alex was kind of talking about some people be like, oh man, my kids wanted to go hike, you know, wherever, and my knees just can't handle it. Or my son asked me to move, but my low back is too sore to help him move. Put yourself at such a high level of fitness that whatever challenge comes your way, you can take it on. Like a few years ago, I got an opportunity to go to Vancouver and run a half marathon. Um, 
if you know anything about me, I don't do long distance running. I like to sprint. And at the time I was maybe sprinting like one day a week and they're like, Ben, can you do this? And I said, yes, I like, I did, I think I ran three times before I went, right? So it was like three weeks out from the marathon or the half marathon. And so in the first week I ran three miles, the next week I ran six miles, the next week I ran nine miles. And then I showed up in Vancouver, I ran 13 miles in like an hour and 40 minutes, which I think is pretty solid. Like, and I ran in parkour shoes without inserts and I just hammered it because I could. And so you have to put yourself at such a high level of fitness that I don't know, your friends ask you to go hike Kilimanjaro and you can do it, right? You need to, one of your wife gets hurt and you need to carry her for a mile over your shoulder. You're fit enough that you can do that. Y'all do whatever you want, whenever you need to, whenever you want to, because you're fit enough. Thanks for that, Alex. Number eight, y'all, Desi Abeda. Man, Desi's so good. He has the I Can't Believe I Made It podcast. And it was just a great episode. Um, we got like probably on a little more deeper issues on fatherhood and marriage. Uh, but one of my favorite things that Desi said, and I'm kind of the opposite of this. I live in messy action. I love to take messy action and I don't take, I don't think things through. I just go for it. But Desi was talking about, he had been wanting to start a podcast and he just kept putting it off. And for whatever reason, he just wouldn't pull the trigger on it. And then one day he was like, man, I'm qualified. I am qualified for this. And he just quit thinking about it and he just did it. And I think there's a lot of us, there's things that we want to go for, but we make excuses. Oh, you know, I'm married. I can't do this. Or, you know, I got to think about the kids, but I think it's important for our kids to see us going for it. Right. It's important. You know, obviously we have to be there and provide for our families financially, but I think it's also important for our kids to see us chase our dreams. Cause I don't want my kids to say, you know, my dad was a chicken or my dad was a coward or, you know, my dad was unhappy with his life. I want my kids to see me going for it, taking messy action, not making excuses and just going for it. So whatever that thing is that you've kind of put on the back burner, there's a way that you can do it, that you can take action and that you can still care and provide for your family and also chase your dreams simultaneously. You just have to be smart about it. Tip number nine is from Jim Ski. Y'all, if you remember Jim, Jim's an animal. He gained kind of, I would say fame on social media a couple years ago when he decided to do the Murph challenge 365 days in a row. And so you don't know the Murph workout is big in CrossFit. It's a one mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and then another mile run while wearing a 20 pound vest. So this is a pretty tough workout. You'll get pretty sore. A lot of people, so many pull-ups with a weighted vest will end up tearing their hands. And it's like a big deal that people gear up for, they practice for to do this um, every Memorial Day. And Jim was kind of going through something in life struggling. And he realized when he did this workout, he kind of forgot about all the crappy stuff that was going on in life. And so he's like, man, I, th I think I'll do it again tomorrow. And so he says he started it for selfish reasons, but I, man, I think it was a great way to bring attention, um, you know, to the armed forces, um, to fitness. And he did this 365 days in a row. And I was asking Jim, I was like, man, as a, as a professional, as a husband and a father, like, how did you find time for this? And he said, man, if it doesn't make me a better husband, a better father, or a better human, I don't do it. And so I think there's a lot of clutter in our lives and things that we're doing that aren't moving the needle towards our goals. And just, I don't know, things that are culturally, culturally correct or things that we have to do or we feel we have to do. Y'all listen, there's stuff in your life that you're doing that is a waste of time. 
and sometimes you got to cut it out and it might be a relationship or friends. On Nate Norman's episode, he said, I want friends that call me up to a higher standard, not friends that call me out to drink, right? And so we're probably hanging out with people that aren't moving the needle for us, aren't encouraging us as people or to push ourselves further. And those aren't the right people for us. We need people that are pulling us up to a higher standard. And if your friends aren't doing that, try to pull them up with you. And then sometimes you got to cut a man loose. If it doesn't make you a better husband, a better human, um, or a better father, you got to cut it out. Tip number 10. This is from my man, my best friend, Robert Dykus. He says, have values, park it there, and then die on that hill. I was on a call a couple years ago, and one of the reasons I started my journey uh, quitting my normal nine to five and going for it as a full-time entrepreneur is I was on a call and we had to come up with our top five values. And my first four were super easy, um, faith, family, fitness, finances, and I couldn't come up with number five, and I was really struggling And they kind of helped me through it. And I finally figured out that my fifth value was freedom. And um, there's been some times over the last like 18 months that I've struggled financially. And I've gotten a lot of job opportunities, people just kind of coming out of the woodworks. And then I talked to my wife about it. I'm like, man, this would kind of solve our financial issue. And she was like, but is that accomplish your freedom goal? And I realized those would lock me down again. And that wasn't what I was going for. So with that being said, Find your values. I, I, I highly suggest taking 20 minutes and write down your top five values for the way that you want to live your life. And if things and opportunities come your way and they don't fulfill those values or they go against those values, that opportunity is not for you. And I realize at times we have to do things that aren't ideal. We have to provide for our families, but you've got to be looking for other opportunities or other things that you can do so you can live out the values of your life. And so I love what Robert said to die on that hill. And if you know anything about Robert Dykus, he will die on that hill. He's a man of principle and he's going to do what's right regardless of the consequences. Tip number 11. This comes from Jeff Sherell. I messed up his last name last time and it's like Pharrell, Sherell, Jeff Sherell. Great dude, yourstorytoglory.com. And Jeff said, what are your talents and passions, and how can you use those to serve others? And he's talking about finding fulfillment and purpose in life, like a lot of men are just kind of walking through life aimlessly, uh, probably not fulfilling their purpose. And because of that, they're not feeling fulfilled, right? They feel empty. Like, what is my purpose? I just kind of feel like I'm collecting a paycheck, punching in, punching out, going to sleep, and repeating the next day. And so he said, you have to find your passions, find your talents, and how can you use those to serve other people? And then bonus, can you make money doing those things? So one, can you do it as a hobby? Yes. And that's huge and you might find fulfillment in that. And maybe you're making enough money so that's not an issue. Maybe you can turn that into a side hustle. So like for me personally, like my passion is fitness. I think I have a talent for helping and motivating people get fit. One, I hope I provide free content that provides value, but then I also have a workout program that's a subscription so that I can also make money doing what I love. And that's been huge for me. And I almost guarantee there's a way for all of you to find a thing, whether maybe it's not full-time, maybe it's just a side hustle, maybe it's just a passion project, but you never know what'll happen. Try it, put it out there, create a social media account, start posting about it on your social media account. And I always say everybody's selling something and it might just be negativity. You know what I'm saying? Or you're selling positivity, helping and encouraging other people. Y'all, number 12, 
full body workouts and compound lifts from Zach Strength. And this one actually kind of surprised me. So if you follow Zach Strength, he has a huge following on Twitter. He follows the keto diet and he always gets a hard time because he'll post like a picture of like two ribeye steaks and 14 eggs and like caviar for dinner and people like razz him and stuff like that. But you know what? The dude's shredded and he's healthy every time he goes to the doctor. And like I tell people this, y'all, lots of different diet plans work. You got to find what works for you. Um, Zach's a big dude. He played for USC football and big, strong dude. And I was really surprised to find that he does full body workouts. You know, most guys do the bro split, like upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body, or they'll do like back and biceps, chest and triceps, legs, and that split like six days a week. But he works out three days a week and does a full body workout. And so he's doing like chest, back, shoulders, glutes, quads, hamstrings, calves, biceps, triceps, all in the same day. He does that three days a week just because he's a very busy guy. And he's like, man, I think a lot of guys are going into the gym and just doing like curls and tricep extensions, which is great because we all want big arms. But, you know, bent rows also work the biceps. Bench press also works the triceps. And so sometimes you got to look at yourself and be like, I need to get the most bang for my buck. I don't have a lot of time. And the compound exercises, exercises that do uh, multiple muscle groups at once, that's where the magic really happens. And so if you have to choose, you need to choose the bench presses, the bent rows, the pull-ups, the squats, and the deadlifts over choosing like tricep extensions and bicep curls. And so this is a guy, y'all go look, Zach Strength on Twitter and Instagram. He is incredibly fit and he's only working out three days per week. And that's, that's huge, guys. And so I think you got to realize it doesn't take a lot. It's mostly consistency, doing the right things, eating a high protein diet, recovering correctly, and just living the lifestyle. Y'all, tip number 13 comes from my episode with Jacob Howard. Um, first, this is kind of a two pointer. Um, always have high protein snacks on just ready on hand. And he does something fun. You know, I don't, I don't like the word like cravings. I feel like that's like childish. Um, but like binge eating, I think guys are bad about binge eating, like going and getting fast food or you want something sweet. And so you pound like a tray of brownies having snack options that kind of fulfill that need, but that are also high protein. He has a recipe. And so you can check out Jacob Howard, um, on Instagram that is like high protein donuts that he makes with Greek yogurt and King Arthur's keto wheat. And they look super delicious. They're high protein. A big thing that we're doing at our house right now is we're making homemade bagels out of Greek yogurt and they're super delicious and high protein. So being smart about your snack options, always have things on hand like delicious protein bars. Um, you have cheese, you got the tuna packets, hard boiled eggs, and then also have some delicious options on hand that are pretty healthy. I've tried mug cakes in the microwave that are pretty good using protein powder. And my go-to right now is Greek yogurt in a bowl. I do a half cup of Greek yogurt mixed with a third scoop of strawberry protein powder. I just mix it together and I eat it with a spoon every night. That gives me like an extra 20 to 30 grams of protein, depending on how much I make It's delicious. And it keeps me from eating junk right before I go to bed. And I kind of got to finish with my second point. Um, so this is kind of 14 coming from Jacob, but Jacob was talking about, you know, his daughter was in the hospital for a week and he was feeling bad for himself. And he was like, but she was asleep. And I was just sitting there in a chair feeling bad for myself. You know, people were bringing us like trays of brownies and I would just eat the whole tray of brownies because I'm like, you know, feeling bad for myself. But Jacob said, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to that. So he was just feeling bad for himself. And then he got to the point where he was like, man, I 
I could drop in the ground real fast and knock out a set of push-ups. And rather than eating this tray of brownies, I could ask somebody to bring me some grilled chicken nuggets and a salad from Chick-fil-A. And so guys, bad things are going to happen to us. The time is never going to be right. It's never going to be perfect, but you have the ability to choose how you react to whatever happens in life. And I know all of you that are listening to this are go-getters. Take action. Go get what you want, and let's encourage some people along the way. Y'all, thank you so much for listening today. For all of you all of you that have made this possible for me to do this for a year, today's episode is brought to you by the Neighborhood Alpha Dad. Pick up a tank top on my website. I'm going to be dropping a new shirt soon, and I'm going to do a challenge in October. It's going to be called Push-Ups, Protein, and Proverbs. I'm going to make a t-shirt to go along with it, and it's going to be a cool challenge to go along uh, the month of October, so be looking forward to that. And y'all, make sure you sign up for a free seven-day trial to my daily workout program. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all, see y'all next week.